Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to LoudmouthRadio.com. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening in the metro Atlanta area, and we are broadcasting live on LoudmouthRadio.com. And we want to make sure that our listeners are able to tune in, whether you're calling our live studio line, which is 347-826-7520, or if you may be listening to us directly off LoudmouthRadio.com slash LoudmouthRadio, and that's Loudmouth with two Ds. We want to thank you. This is your host, Sonny and Jazzy, and we're coming in tonight with always our pre-show, what we call our What's On Your Mind Atlanta. And this evening, we wanted to just open up this show with uh, a little bit of a twist and say that we are so excited about our week as usual, and um, not, that wasn't the twist, okay? Wow. <laughs> that wasn't the twist. Uh, <laughs> But we, we want to kind of start out uh, just really talking about some things that have been circulating around us, which has been pretty much nothing but good things. Um, I actually started out the show tonight with one of our favorite, um, most talented DJs oh my in the God. entire world, uh, DJ Black amazing. Coffee. And you know he just had a birthday. Yeah, so shout out, happy birthday. He just had a birthday. Yeah. We have to get him on the show. We talk about Black Coffee just... So, you know, we're not talking about the cup of coffee. But but Black Coffee is one of the most amazing house DJs um, out of South Africa. And he is incredible. So we play a lot of his music. We're up late at night working a lot of times, you know, after mm-hmm. studio business, taking care of other studio business and other um, um, things that we have going on. But oftentimes, because of the distance of time, We'll be up very late, and he'll just be rising. And so exactly. we're on that, you know, on Twitter talking about, hey, Black Coffee, these are your Georgia. We call ourselves the Georgia Peaches, and he just loves it. So we're oftentimes <laughs> talking. We're oftentimes telling him the Georgia Peaches are over here listening and working to music and um, just enjoying his craft. And I think it's so important that when you love somebody and you support somebody that you let them know, because even though they're quote-unquote celebrities, they still like to hear just the everyday conversation of life. And, you know, sometimes we put them out so high that we forget that they just say hi and they just say, yeah, I'm doing this or I'm, you know, I'm at the grocery store right now. So, you know, we have those, well, for us, late-night conversations, for him, morning conversations. But it's just really nice that he is the type of person that's approachable 
that reaches back out in conversation. Now, if he has an assistant that is doing it for him and we don't know about it, the assistant is so nice and so perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we love, love, love Black Coffee's music. So if you don't know about him, definitely we're giving him some free plugs. And as you see, we have the dog back in the studio. We've It's been such a warm day that we've... Uh, brought them out. Last time it was cold, so we wanted them to come with us because we hadn't given them much time because we had been all over the place, so we brought them out. So anytime you hear them in the background, just go, oh, they're so cute, and they really are so cute. We we have um, Maddie, who is a poodle, and he is just the most, um, well, he's just a trip, but that's who Mr. Maddie, who is about 11 pounds, guards the studio when anybody walks by. And then we have... Now, get ready for it because it's a long name. It's Zoe McKenzie Mandela Jones. Yes, that would be my child with a very long name of people who I just, you know, Mandela has always been my dad, my grandfather, my mentor, my, you know, I can do it. And so to homage to him when he was alive, I had picked out her name long before um, he passed away yes, because he, goodness, just, yes. he, he has, um, for my lifetime, been someone that I have just really called dad in spirit, even though he wasn't my natural dad. So if you hear them barking in the back, it is because they want to be a part of the show, and that's what's on their mind. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. I was like, woo, she gave that whole... Uh... Uh, yes, don't get it twisted. It's not Zoe. It's not McKenzie. It's Zoe McKenzie Mandela Jones. Just so you know. What am I going to do when I get married? I'm going to have to hyphenate her name. Oh my God, it's already too long. It's ridiculous. I know. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, can I just say what's on my mind besides all of my good stuff that I've been saying? Go ahead, this, ma'am. Go ahead. What's on my mind? I said I was saving this. I forgot something, but I do remember this part. Why do we have this change forward and change backward of time? I just need anybody who agrees with me, please, to blow up Facebook, Twitter, loudmouth.com, loudmouthradio.com. I just need the entire world to say that this is the most ridiculous thing and we just need to stop we just need to adjust with the days and the times and not allow me to lose an hour of sleep in the summer in the spring i can't stand it (laughs) i cannot function to me i'm not my prettiest in the spring and summer because i lose an hour of sleep in the winter i am absolutely gorgeous a lot of people say that that they struggle oh my god they struggle with the time and that they have a hard time making the adaption to the change yeah but those are the people who have a hard time adapting in the beginning i have a hard time with it from the moment they say it until fall oh wow yeah i don't do well i love it's ironic because i love the sun I love, you know, the light. I thrive off of it. But I do not do well with this change of season. Every year it's, it's the same thing. I'm, I always feel like I'm not rested. Always. And now I just changed the curtains in the bedroom. And so, you know, went with the spring, a lighter color, knowing that in the morning the light comes in and it, it's so intrusive. It's just invasive. I'm having a hard oh time, somebody, please. <laughs> See, and I'm just the opposite. I, I love the longer days and having that time period to be able to 
See, I, I don't know. I just like light. I don't know. I love the sunshine. And it's been a beautiful day today. Oh my God, it was gorgeous. I think we talked. I, I think we talked like eighty degrees today here. Um, but you know, we've been getting such erratic weather the last few months. It's like people get scared to get excited about, mm-hmm. <laughs> about oh the weather. And you still should because <laughs> this is Georgia. Down the two or something. Yeah, exactly. This is Georgia, so don't get it twisted. We will. We can have snow tomorrow. We can't have snow mm-hmm. tomorrow. I used to tell people all the time that guys don't get comfortable because Georgia will snow all the way up until April and people used to laugh at me and we've had you know, those crazy like we've had those crazy years where we've had snow just pop out of nowhere. So oh God. Yeah, but anyway today We're not wishing that. I don't even know if the groundhog saw that shadow this year. I don't know. How many people believe in the groundhog? I don't know. Somebody please text us and tell us if you believe in the groundhog. Um, him looking at his shadow and if it makes a difference in your life. And then please, somebody, contact our government so that they can change my fallback time so I can rest. I'm just saying. Man. <laughs> but, you know, in some 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 countries, the time never changes. I know, That's what I want to I heard that to. that was like that in, part, in some parts of the U.S. I think somebody told me Arizona never changes. I don't know, I don't but know let's check it, it. We can check it because I do know it is somewhere where there is supposed to be a balance in time or whatever, but I need to move. I need to move expeditiously because I'm I'm tired. And I haven't, my show actually comes on in, in a few minutes, and i got to be ready, so I might need to go take a nap for about 20 minutes. Oh, my God, are you serious? Yeah, I think I might have to take a nap. What you going to do, close your eyes and come back? <laughs> you know, everybody that knows me knows I can take a serious power nap. I can seriously be talking to you and just, I need to take a nap. people, she's not lying. That's the scary part Oh, my God. I can knock it out in 10 to 15 and wake up in the same conversation like we have been having it all along. I can do that. That's my skill. It's my creative brain that could do that. I don't know how many people can. I feel so special. I really do. (laughs) I'm having a blast. This has been such a great day. You know what? We've talked to so many people throughout the day on, you know, about the show, about what the topics that we're going to be discussing for not only this show but upcoming shows in the season. And when I tell you we have some really good lineups coming, it is, you know, it's sometimes unbelievable that we started out, you know, just saying, hey, we want to do a few things and not knowing where it was really going to go, but you know, following the the vision of the producer, which is Sunny, of the show, of of the different shows that we had at the time. And we've we've had some great hosts, um, co-hosts that have come on for some time and joined other things that they wanted to do with their careers and, you know, other avenues that they have. But we we had such a blast putting the shows, um, all of the shows together. But this season... Really, we have some awesome things that are coming up, some some great topics that it takes so much for me to hold back and not talk about because, you know, once you get going, you just want to talk and talk and talk, and I know I've been guilty of that so many times in my entire life. Um, that's the reason why now I'm on loud mouth radio <laughs> because I love to talk. But we really do have some upcoming things. We do want you guys to hold on tight um, to a rally that you will be hearing 
uh, about coming up for the Loudmouth Network. We are tentatively looking at a May 1st date, and we're going to tell you more about that um, in upcoming shows. But just kind of hang close to the May Day, May Day, and attach that slogan, as so many people do, to Loudmouth Radio Network because we have some powerful things that are going to, that, that are going to be happening here in the Atlanta, Georgia um, area that will affect hopefully the entire state. That's right, I said it, the entire state. So um, we are a little bitty network that has a big powerful punch, and we're going to need make all of you. No, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. We will, that's but it's going to take right? all of all of our listeners and all of our listeners' listeners, and as that old 70s, 80s commercial says, and so on, and so on, and so on. Exactly. So we need you to pass it along, spread the word, May Day, May Day. is going to be a big day for the Loudmouth Radio Network. So stay tuned for that so you can know exactly what that day is about. And you can join on, um, um, you can come on board and support the things that we're planning to do for that big day. But, again, we have some really great shows. Yeah, speaking of which, i got to yes. share. Are you um, excited? Yeah, we're talking about shows. Yeah. Are you going to jump to your show? show? Is this, huh? Are you going to jump to talk about your show? I'm going to definitely share that aspect. But also today I think that we are um, just so privy to have an opportunity to um, – have a show like tonight. Yeah. Place. Um, you never know who's listening. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You just have to always take an account that, you know, at some point in time you never know who you may reach out and touch that will connect with you and, mm-hmm. you know, become something more involved than what you may realize. So for us, we've had the privilege of being able to um, broadcast and connect with people that could be on the other side of the world that that, that has so many different um, aspects going on in mm-hmm. their lives, different, mm-hmm. you know, different career choices, things of that nature. So just to, to touch on our show that's coming up in 15 minutes, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazz Jones. You did a good job. I did that. You did a good job. I did that. I did that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we literally um, – had a, a gentleman that started following us and he connected with us and sure enough, uh, the Pakistanian medical doctor turned filmmaker, Dr. Z, who's going to grace our show in just Dr. a little bit. Z. Dr. Z. He's cool. But I got to say, he's a doctor. He is a doctor. But he goes but by he, Doc Z. But he has he the coolest name. I'm going to need you to get that together, Dr. Z, because that's the I ain't hating. I ain't hating. I'm but but literally, um, he's gonna grace our, our our microphones in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in San Francisco, and what is that noise? You got a little feedback going on there? I don't. Okay, I don't hear. Can anybody text us and tell us if we have feedback? 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 Yeah, because I'm like hearing it a little bit here. I don't know if it's me, but guys, we're gonna work through that. Now, um, the other thing is with him being on air, I'm hearing it a lot. Hold on, let me check something here. You know what, let's let's let a commercial break go on real quick, and we're going to come back and check this out, and we're going to talk about what our our lineup is going to be this week. So, guys, hold on a second for us. 
It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on LoudmouthRadio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com. Okay, great. We are back, and hopefully we worked through our little um, static clean that I was hearing. I don't know what that little feedback was, but, hey, we try to do our best to make sure our, our shows and sound and everything is is, is doing what it needs to do for you and not giving you a lot of uh, adverse feedback. I but know. Yeah. So oh, that's much better. So, um, <laughs> And if anybody we wants talk to buy them. us, like, you know, $2,000 a piece <laughs> microphone, please contact us at 347-826-7520, oh, and you can buy mine first because it's Tuesday on the first show host. And I will gladly accept those. Doc Z, I know you're coming on at eight, but if you happen to have, you know, like extra microphones, <laughs> I know, just mail it. You, you know, know that you don't want, just you know, mail it over. We'll be glad to to do that. But no, we did have an Indiegogo campaign as well. Doc Z is going to talk about his Indiegogo um, campaign, and we want to support him with that two thousand percent because we understand yeah. how important it is to. Um, give stories out in the in the industry of film. We you know we laugh, we joke, and we play, but really seriously, films do give us a different insight that maybe sometimes we haven't thought about. We may not know something is going on. I know I'm I'm in a documentary documentary myself, and getting ready to do another documentary on the what 16th, I believe it is. And so mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes you don't get an opportunity to know about something unless films are produced. So you know, kudos to that. But here we are on the radio station. We want to make sure, as our producer has said, that we're giving clear sound and. You know, we do have technical difficulties always because, as, as my mother say, as long as, as she says, as long as there is an eraser on the end of a pencil, we are human, we are subject to error, and we will make mistakes. So there will be some errors here and there, but we really do it, uh, our best to make sure that we're giving you the best in sound quality and information. So for those of you that have bared with us all of this time, Kudos! I'm kissing. I'm hugging you, um, <laughs> and appreciating you much. But again, three, four, seven, eight, two, oh, six, seven, five, two, zero is the number if you want to call in to the radio station to donate us those microphones or you know she I love mugs. I love mugs. Oh, I love beautiful mugs. I'm just I guess saying. People, this is really on her mind, so we're going to accept that to be the reason. Uh, but literally, this uh, this week, last week was a dynamic uh, premiere week for us. So for our listeners who are tuning in this week, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to last week's shows, I highly recommend, you know, hey, we're online, so you can have it playing and feeding back while you're in your car. You can have it feedback while you're at work. Um, we try to keep it where you can, you know, mutually be able to pull this thing up and share it with people in your circumference and in your space. So hopefully... Uh, you'll have an opportunity to go back and revisit some of the epic 
content and conversation that took place last week and tonight all the way through, I'm sure is going to be something that's going to be insightful and, and hopefully a gift for you to be able to take away from it. Um, now, actually, on Thursday night, I'll be produced. I'll be actually um, on on uh, air within the studio with Sonny. Really excited about uh, the guests I'll have for our lineup on Thursday. Um, uh, NFL great by the name of uh, Keith Mitchell, who actually um, is from Texas. He actually played for the National Football League. And he played from New Orleans Saints, the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, his story is amazing. I don't want to tip the scale too much and give too much aspect of it, but um, he sustained a serious injury in the NFL, which caused him to have to shift gears in his life. And I'm sure he's going to be able to share with you as well as um, with, with us in the, you know, with us in the studio how epic faith, you know, how strong faith really is and how, um, how important it is to be connected to your body. Um, he is now a, uh, a full yogi. Um, so his story is going to be compelling, I'm already sure. So we want to make sure you tune in on Thursday night at 7.30. And right behind him, we're squeezing in. I'm so glad to hear uh, this opportunity coming forth. Uh, we're going to have one of my good friends, comedian, actress, Ms. Coca Brown, um, who's a part of the Tyler Perry uh, show, um, for better or worse, I had to think for a second. She was on our show. We actually had the, we had her and some other cast members on there with us last year. Um, and I, I think it was in the summertime last year. Um, and we had a great opportunity to speak with her and Ken Falcon, who's also a writer, director, and actor, and Miss Kiki Haynes, the beautiful Kiki Haynes, who's also an actress that's on For Better or Worse. And this actual show uh, on Thursday will be the night before her her actual uh, national release of the new movie that she's in with Tyler Perry, the single um, mother's club, single mom's club. So that is going to be a great uh, show, uh, opportunity to speak to her in, you know, in regards to working on this film with Tyler Perry. And the release date for that is March 14th. So we want to make sure you're able to tune in and, and talk with her, get some opportunities. And we still are – we're going to keep our fingers crossed because I would love for us to have more of the cast members on. So we're going to see how that develops as we get closer to the end of the week. Because, you know, of course, when you're doing um, premieres for movies and stuff like that, they're interviewing and, and doing uh, grand, you know, big openings everywhere. So just to have her for that time period – on Thursday night is always a delight. So I look forward to, you know, really supporting my sis in, in the art form. And uh, she's just like extended family. She's been a jewel from the, more, from the point that I met her. So I'm really looking forward to having her on in the studio with Sonny. And um, I think, Jazzy, it's, it's safe to say that, you know, we've started this segment with What's on Your Mind Atlanta um, mm-hmm. during the time period that we were having bad weather in Atlanta. Oh, my God, and that was a great show, though. Yes, and literally um, we've been running this segment and we've, you know, just kind of infused it as a pre-show, mm-hmm. and it's been going extremely yeah. well. Yeah, we've gotten some great feedback. Thank you, audience. Thank you, listeners. We had a great live show last week. That was crazy. We had so oh, yeah, that many was people in studio, which we're going to start doing once a month. So, you know, we bring the dogs in the studio oftentimes because we're dog lovers and we don't like to, you know, have them alone yeah, all the time. Them. 
but uh, you should see them. One of these days we're going to video the happenings of what goes on behind the scene. It is absolutely insane. But we did have, yeah, we did. <laughs> I know some of it can't even go on regular TV. Um, it's so crazy around here. But we um, we had a really good time with the in, in studio. Yes, we, we did. really it was had a good time. And that was on uh, the Legal Voices night. Yes, that we I had was going to say the premiere. Yeah, yeah, we had the premiere of the Legal Voice uh, with attorney Valerie Vi, and she had a great show. She had a guest, um, attorney Sonia Compton, who's running for mm-hmm. the Cab County, uh, excuse me, for the for Douglas County Judge State Court, um, and they talked about a compelling show that people need to listen into, especially if you're in Georgia, honey, the do's and the don'ts of what to do when you stop by the police. Oh, my God. So I'm yeah, serious, we, especially for my people who are drinkers. And yeah, you we, know had, we already, had a lot of questions with that one. Yeah, we had a lot of people that, hey, they may not have called in and posted the question, but they were tweeting and Facebooking and saying, okay, what do you do with this? What happens when this, you know, a lot of times when people were about to ask, uh, both of the attorneys covered. So that was a powerful show. I, I said myself, I listened to the show um, myself and played it back, but I said I need to go back and listen to it again so that I could better educate myself. Because, you know, hey, sometimes you might want to step out and, you know, have a few cocktails. I'm not a heavy drinker, but I do, you know sit here and there, and um, you'll be amazed at what you don't mm-hmm. know keep you out of jail, honey. Cause yeah, that was, was a great I, I show. It was, yes, it was hilarious how uh, one, uh, Attorney Compton said how one of her clients got stopped. <coughs> she got slipped with the cop, and the cop asked her her name, and she said, put in pain. And it, it she got arrested. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, got, got she got arrested so, because she gave a false name. Okay, she gave a false name. <laughs> so don't so, give him fever. Don't give him fever. When yeah, you are being stopped out, yeah, that I don't think you want to do that. Not at all. And hey, for those who are too young to know what that is, that's just real sweet. Yeah, just so don't just, do it. Yeah, just keep it in the middle. Do the right thing. Yeah, do take right your thing. time. Try to make one foot go in front of the other, even if you got a you know belly dance down the middle. Oh of the my line. God! Can I just say, don't drink and drive? How about we just don't do that? Yeah, that too. I'm just, just saying, be I'm, like I'm me. Not, I'm, not. I'm the designated driver for seems like my entire life. I've always been the designated drink, driver, and it's because I don't drink. But that does not mean that some people cannot have a drink sometimes that's when true, they go out and, and they can die. Ain't nothing wrong with a DD. Yes, sometimes you are it's okay. Some, sometimes it's okay. But let me tell you this, people. Let me tell you something else. What people don't realize is that tiredness. Oh, don't blame be, me. Yeah, I'm about to go there. Don't Tiredness <laughs> can be just as bad as somebody having a drink. Because, honey, you know you're in trouble when you're so sleepy. You buck your eyes and you still got the, 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 oh the, the crease in your eyelids. And I still can't see your eyeballs. That's called sleepy in my oh eyes. Oh, my God. Let me That's tell you. That's my full official description let, of that. Let me say now, this. Now, Jazzy don't drink, but sister girl will get sleepy in her eyes in a heartbeat. Oh, and wow. Like, I just are you that. over there? I just said that, but I will pull over. But you know what? I've gotten better because let me tell you a funny story, and then we're we're about ready to get ready for our show. Um, my youngest son, you know, you don't pay attention to what kids say. You just don't pay attention. Oh, my God, somebody just turned on the brightest light from the studio, and I'm blinded by the light. I need the song. <laughs> I need the song. <clears throat> but nevertheless, um, we, my youngest son has overheard me make this statement for the longest time, never paid any attention that he's listening or even caring about what I said. So one day I was in the car, a friend of mine was in the car, and um, when, we, when we were going, I said something about, wow, I'm really tired. And um, so somebody said, yeah, my mom's drunk. <laughs> I said, uh-uh. what? And, you know, my friend looked at me and she said, 
hey, I thought you said you don't drink. And so me knowing what he was talking about, I said, Justin, I said, clarify what you mean. And he said, well, my mom is um, tired because I love to salsa dance. He said, she dances. When she's really tired, she still will go dance and soft dance. And he said, but when she's drunk, she'll rest. And he was talking about, I often said, I am drunk, tired. <laughs> oh, my so, God. That's the truth, though. I'm telling you, people don't realize you can really. It was so funny. It was so funny, to, you know, for one, to know that he was listening and understanding the differences of my definitions, but the fact that, you know, we oftentimes refer to drunk and tiredness being the same um, reaction. It's very true. So now I try my best to say, you know what, I'm too tired to drive, or if mm-hmm. I drive and that sleep hits me, I will go, sorry, who whomever's in the car, you're going to have to either wait until I get a 15-minute power nap, or you're going to have to take the wheel. So that's what's on my mind, Atlanta. But I do want to mention really quickly, we just got a retweet. Our producer tweeted out to our favorite uh, happy birthday DJ Black Coffee and said, you know, you have to come on yeah. our show. And like I said, you know, people are people, no matter what their successes are. When they're humbled and they're down to earth, they respond. And he said, oh, my God, I would love to come on the show. Um, And he's going to be here, so let me just shout out. He's going to be in New York on June 15th um, performing. Did I say where he's performing? This is called Summer Stage in Central Park. Summer Stage in Central Park. So I'm really hating. We're going to have a show the same day. Wait a minute. Did you see what I posted? I I said. Oh my God! Not our favorite. Our favorite, our favorite from South Africa is coming. Our favorite DJ is coming to New York. He's going to be in the states, close enough for us to hop in the car and drive, find a cheap ticket and fly. And on the very same day, we have the wedding expo here, the Bear the Bearheads Dream Wedding Expo, and we're doing the um, Dream Wedding Giveaway on that day. So I said to him, I wonder could I skip my very own event? No, I don't think so. And I just <laughs> and then responded I said, no, to that, man. No, That's not happening. <laughs> no, we can't do it. We can't do it because we're doing such a great job. Airhead Stream Wedding Expo, which is my baby, is going to be June 15th, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Georgia International Convention Center. And we are gifting our Winner, our contest winner of the Yes My Ball, this beautiful campaign. She will be getting a over at this point now. It's over thirty thousand dollars worth of donations and sponsorship um, from Bear Headstream Wedding Expo, from Loudmouth Marketing and Media, from Lifestreams Events and Weddings, from uh, Gray's Limos, from Destiny's Boutique. Guys, and and I promise you, don't be mad because I'm not going to name every single one. Please go to the website at Bearheads. BearheadsWeddingExpo.com, and you'll be able to go on our um, contest page, and you will see so far all of the people who have sponsored hotels and limos and dresses and photography and so forth. We're very fortunate, very blessed to have them as sponsors and um, to be able to have that day to be a blessing to someone. Because you know what? Just on this radio network alone, not to mention my own company and all of the things that um, I have been given in my lifetime, but we have been given such an awesome, awesome opportunity to receive, and so we want to definitely be an awesome blessing to give back. So having said that, Black Coffee, we love you and can't wait to we schedule a date. You guys know I will drop a show for Black Coffee. I'm just letting oh, y'all know. We're going to definitely, you know, I will drop we'll a lineup 
to hear black coffee. But yeah. right now it is 8 o'clock right after this um, next commercial break. We are going to go right into our show, The Bear Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, with myself, Jazzy Jones. And we're going to bring on who? None other than Doc V. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Miss Jazzy Jones, live on Loudmouth Radio. I love it. I love it. I'm going to tell you again, guys, that was my son's raw production, uncut version of the intro to the music. So once again, Jermaine Jones, Sergeant Jermaine Jones in Colorado Springs, thank you so much for bringing us on. You are absolutely wonderful. And I thank you, audience, for joining me on this Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. You don't have to do it, but you do every Tuesday. I'm so excited about um, having you back on, being back on the air, and tonight bringing you such a phenomenal person that we have happened that we happen to have just you know by chance, as they would say. Although I don't really believe in by chance, but we have tonight such a phenomenal person. We have read over his bios. We seen his clips, and tonight we're going to bring him on, which is Doc V, who's joining us. I'm so glad to have him back on air because he was so phenomenal last week and such a warm surprise and, and just, you know, bringing us all of his energy and all of his knowledge. So tonight we are going to take you through a journey through his lens um, and just let him talk to you and tell him the things that he's doing, and we're going to sit back and listen. So, Doc V, welcome. Hello, how are you Hi. today? It's such a wonderful show. Oh my show. gosh. I, do you love our craziness? Are we nuts over here? I was listening to it for the last half an hour and I was just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Such we a have wonderful energy uh, you two have together uh, when you guys oh. are sitting and talking. Uh, you know, and that's what we try to do. Even, you know, we told you, we tell all of our guests, it's so funny, when we when we send out invitations or, you know, someone asks us to be on the show, first and foremost, we want to know what the show is about and the content, or we give the content information that, you know, we've chosen. But it's always so funny to hear people who have done shows before, and they're like, what is my format? What are the questions you're going to ask? And they're very rigid. And I don't mean their personalities, just, in general, and you know, Doc Z, you've done radio before, but in general, people will have this very strong and hard layout about what they want to, you know, have done when things are going to be queued. And although we do have formats and we do want to recognize people that are, are paying for advertisements on our show, we want it to feel like you're sitting next to us if you're not in the studio, which he happens to be audience, uh, our listeners. He's in San Francisco, so kudos to technology. But we wanted to always be relaxing and as if we were having a conversation and, and coffee and tea and you know, so we want you to feel welcome at all all times. 
Great. So I would love to have coffee with Jazzy and Sabrina today. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go right in and talk about, and she's over here saying, Dr. Z, call me Sonny. No, because you call him Dr. Z. You're going to be called Sabrina. There you go. So (laughs) anyways, tell us how you, you started out a little bit last week, but for those of you that did not get an opportunity, please go back and archive that show. But definitely we want to start right here and tell us your journey, your beginning, because that's really what it has been for you. It's been a journey about, you know, how you started, you know, from childhood all the way up because we're sitting back. I have my beautiful tea and my wonderful mug, and I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) So my journey of... uh filmmaking in my life, uh, I sometimes just uh, look back at it or think about it, and I just get thrilled by, uh, have you seen that movie, Cinema Paradiso? It was about Mm -hmm. a little boy who wanted to, you know, make movies, and then he becomes friends to the projectionist. So Uh when I was a kid, I can remember I was four years old, and my dad was in military, so um, wherever he would go, we would be transferred to different cities. And mm-hmm. uh, so we, uh, my dad had an orderly, and that guy, he was young, about 20 years old, and he, he would put me on his bicycle, and I was four years old, and he would take me to the religious school in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I can remember on the way back, he would... Uh, you know, there was a four, like a big screen, a military cinema, like it was a outdoor screen, big screen, mm-hmm. and movie, movies were played on that. And he would kind of ride the bicycle right next to it and just stand there, and for like ten, fifteen minutes, and I would watch movies, these huge pictures on uh-huh. outdoor cinema, and they would just. I was just fascinated. I had never seen a thing like this before in my life. Like, I was only four (laughs) years old. Right. So I, that's where something happened. And I really liked what they were bringing up on the big screen, although we were really scared that we had to get back home because my dad or mom would get really worried and he did not Mm -hmm. want to lose his job. So, um, but every day, that was my thing, you know. Uh, he would put me on the bicycle and show me these movies, and, and so I was amazed. And uh, something happened, and then I was, I was seven years old when I wrote my first short story. So, what would wow. happen is that, yeah, like a little kid story about the bird, and you know, so the bird flies, and you know, two crows kind of they're after him, and. So um, mm-hmm. that story got published in a small kids magazine. <laughs> wow! So that, you At know, seven. Yeah, because these small things that you do, you know, when you're a kid, it's just getting appreciated for your art or your little right. story. Right. Yes. It was just a very big thing. You know, you have children, so you know how you know you you give them something little or appreciate something which they did. It was a, just a huge thing. Like, I had to get a star on my 
notebook on every the paper, day for my yeah. <laughs> Because if she didn't give me stars, she was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, that's where the movie thing started. And I remember I, I, had, I have six brothers and sisters. So mm-hmm. uh, I would start telling them stories and they will never end. The never-ending stories. <laughs> so I'll make up <laughs> stories out of stories. You know, there was a king, and he had seven daughters, and then every daughter has a story. <laughs> so those, oh my God. those stories so will never end. The novels and the novelettes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was doing that, and then I was, I was 15 years old when I declared to my parents that I want to be a radio host. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wow, where did this come from? Now we are talking about, this is like I am, you know, this is like 1980, 81. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, 85, because that's when I was 15. Um, so it was a different world. There were no internet. We had Pakistan yeah. had only like five radio stations in the whole country. Right. And so my right. parents were, my parents were where there was this thing come into his mind. And <laughs> so I was like, I want to be a radio host and that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> wow. So they were, they were really worried. And so uh, they said, okay, well, you know, you are extremely intelligent. If mm-hmm. you you know, go to pre-medical school and then if you go into medicine, then maybe we'll get you to go and do radio hosting. <laughs> so also they were bribing okay. you in the positive. <laughs> yeah, they always want yeah. to see their kids, you know, doctors and uh-huh, engineers uh-huh. and they want, they want to see them happy, you know. Right. So I was like, okay, I can do that. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I I got like 98% marks in my pre-med and the medical college accepted me wow. and they gave me Goodness. a scholarship to become a doctor. I was 19 when I got the scholarship. Are you serious? So, yeah. <laughs> so You're I, somewhat of a brain. I had a, what they call, what is that memory called? Like anything you would say or I had to just see the things like one time when I was a kid and I would just repeat back to everybody like there it is. Photographic, yeah, yeah, photographic memory. Wow. I was actually so, I love to learn. That's the one thing. I love to learn and I love to read books. And it was mm-hmm. just an amazing experience to read about human body. And so in the first year, we had to do anatomy, physiology, biochemistry. Then the mm-hmm. second year was pathology, forensic medicine. Then I already that, have a headache. Had... I already have a headache. <laughs> oh, my God. And <laughs> medicine, surgery, IENT. So it was like a general medicine, you know, you have to go through all these. And the books were like 2,000 pages, 7,000 right. pages. <laughs> so you had to scan all those books and put it in your 
mind. So it was it was quite a grueling years. But even when I was doing that, I did not quit my weekly radio show, which I was uh-huh. I had to go and do that. I had to go oh, to Radio Pakistan, amazing. and I had to do that. So I and what what type of uh, things were on the radio? Because I mean, I already know. Let me tell you something. That whole medical business. If I could have just been a happy person doctor and just go into the, you know, rooms and make people happy and say great things, that would have been wonderful. But my biology teacher, she was the best thing in life. She was so great. But then when it came down to studying the anatomy, like you're talking about, and we had to learn all of the, you know, muscles and the this and that, I said, listen, if I, I, and I told her, I said, "If, if God wanted me to know what happens on the inside of my body, he would have made me inside out. Let's just skip this whole part. <laughs> we don't even have to do this. I'm good. So needless to say, this was totally not uh, my my arena. So having all of that information and then you still going to do the radio, what what type of radio show um, was it that you that you hosted on? What what type of topics? It was basically about um, some of the topics where I would bring other medical students or my teachers, professors to talk. It was uh-huh. like it was like a variety show. So oh, I would gotcha, put music gotcha. in, and I would bring you know guests and talk to them about different topics. And sometimes you know we just play songs for calling you know the listeners and. So it was right. fun, and um, I did that for about eight years while I was going to medical school. Oh my school. goodness! So wow. that that I learned so much from it, uh, you know, writing the script, then arranging everything, and then mm-hmm. bringing in the host, and then making sure that whatever they need to talk or the proper they the. the conveying of the proper information to the audience mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So it, it was a lot to you know so that yeah really from made school to radio that yeah school for just having a medical co- uh, career even as a student student and then coming on and having to maintain the show and you know making sure it flowed and that was the whole lot having said all of that let me make sure that people are are able to call in. If you want to call into the show um, and just listen to Doug, definitely maintain your status. But if you want to chime in or if you want to ask a question as we go along, please hit the number one button. The phone number is 347-826-7520 so that you can uh, be able to ask questions if you have any as we go along. But Doug, definitely, um, that was a lot to, to maintain at such a young age. But, you know, sometimes the brain... And, and the abilities when you're younger definitely are on a heightened level than when you say turn 40 or 50 and you're like, I got to do what? <laughs> so from radio station, uh, one day I would see, you know, like, uh, you know, we were young and uh, I would see my nephews and nieces, they were watching cartoons and these, you know, you, you remember that in the old cartoon, the Popeye, the sailor, mm-hmm, and pound mm-hmm, puppies, mm-hmm. and so yeah. these were all in, in Pakistan. These cartoons were played in English language. So I, um, I thought if these cartoons could be played in our own language, Urdu, so that would be so much fun for 
you know, kids to watch. Mm -hmm. So I went to the TV station and I gave them an idea. I said, how about I dub these cartoons for you in Urdu, the language, uh, Uh and, you know, kids can really enjoy that. So they gave me one show. And because of all the friends which I had in radio, uh, I wrote the whole show. Uh, I had to be very careful about when the mouth opens of the character yes. and when the mouth is. And so I wrote the whole dialogue, and then I got my radio artist. I formed a team. Now I'm doing all this, and I'm becoming a doctor. Oh my <laughs> so, goodness, that is amazing. Uh, so I found I, I formed a team of artists, and then mm-hmm. we go. Uh, there was one guy who could do like eighty different voices of different characters. So <laughs> I was lucky. So we yeah, were yeah, able were. to record the <laughs> first show and mm-hmm. they played it on television and people loved it. And then they gave me like 100 episodes of Popeye the Sailor to transfer oh, it into my language. Gosh. Now, were they paying you to do that or they just said, thanks, we really appreciate oh, yeah. the idea. Okay. No, I was <laughs> I was 23 and I was getting paid a lot to do those cartoons. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you so created like, an opportunity for you, in other words. You, you you didn't wait for somebody to say, well, you know, finish this one thing, because that's what a lot of people will say. So, you know, only concentrate on this. Don't do something else. You created the opportunity for you by just asking. Yeah, and then at the same time, I was not letting my past all my examinations of medicine in the first mm-hmm. try because a lot mm-hmm. of students, you know, you get like getting a second try is very normal in, in the medical fees because you, mm-hmm. know, you fail in the first mm-hmm. term and then, you know, you, you, you can take back the same, you know, papers over right. and over and over right. until you pass them. So I was, I was like, doing all the papers and everything in the first go. I never had to do second time because God oh has just goodness. blessed me with, with such a brain. And so I was yes. able to finish everything within, you know, 26 years old, I had the degree in my hands. Oh, my goodness. That is incredible. So, and 26, you were able to, to maintain studies the first time around and write in all of these episodes. Yes, and then... From there, one hmm. day when I was shooting those uh, those cartoons, those uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one day that some people came over there and they saw me doing this and they said, "Wow, you're a doctor, and you are <laughs> doing this. We we want mm-hmm. to create a show." At that time, AIDS, the disease AIDS, was like brand right, new right, in, yes, in America yes, and yes, Africa. Yes, it was. And nobody mm-hmm. knew about it in Pakistan. This was like mm-hmm. 1986. Yes, I so, remember. Uh, so they said that they want to do a like a drama, like a you know, like a television program, like like a, mm-hmm. a short movie about mm-hmm. AIDS, so people can get awareness of it. So okay. I said, sure, I, I write, produce, and direct, so I, I can do this. So I did the, uh, so the, 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 that drama, the short film, you can call it, in our culture, mm-hmm. the, we, 
those TV shows which you guys over here have, like series of them, we call them dramas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. it was a 40-minute piece, a short film, you can say, which I did, mm-hmm. and it was, it was called The Dim Light. Called The so Dim Light, that was the end or The Dim? Yeah, D-I-M. D-I-M. Dim like Light. Dim, dim. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. The Dim Light, like, like a little hope of light. Yes, got you. Wow. So, so how well did I that did go that. over? It was released all over the country and people saw it and they were like, wow, there's a disease which is invading, you know, different countries. And yeah. so, they, so they started to read more about it. So I did that when I was like 26 years old. That, that's what I did then. That is so awesome. You know what, that you even have, the, even though you are a doctor, um, sometimes those things are not very easy to bring out to the community. I mean, like when people are coming to you, it's one-on-one, you can talk. But sometimes even in the medical profession and other professions, you you don't want to put yourself out there um, because sometimes you're, you would then become known as only the, the AIDS and the HIV doctor. You know, so for you to put yes, that out yes, there to bring is. awareness, was awesome, especially during that time when it was such a scary, I mean, everybody was just in a panic about it, especially here in America. So I can only imagine in other countries that they're like, wait a minute, we don't know about this. It's not very rampant yet here um, to be able to put that out. I, I know that had to be such an accomplishment just to hear you say, hey, I was on the front runner on the forefront page of saying, let me expose this to you so you can be aware of your, your health and your life. That's incredible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So from wow. there, now I am a doctor and uh, I'm doing this. And so everybody is, you know, like when you finish your school, when you're a student, it's a little different. When you are a professional, it, it becomes a little different. So mm-hmm. my parents and everybody was like, you know, now you are 26 years old and you have a degree and, you know, you should start thinking about opening a clinic and, you mm-hmm. know, settle down. and um, But I had in, I had some different plans. <laughs> so I, I talked to a friend of mine and um, I said, uh, I want to go to America. And so my mm-hmm. friend said that he would definitely help me because he had visited America, you know, United States a few times mm-hmm. and so he helped me with all the paperwork and everything. So I came here uh, in 1999. I came to mm-hmm. the U.S. in okay. 1999. And it was uh, such a such a wonderful journey. I had never been a foreign country before. Oh, my so I come here and it's a whole different world. Uh, a whole I had never different seen world. I had never seen men and women holding hands before in my whole life. I had never seen anybody, you know, kissing anybody in the street. Uh, <laughs> I was totally Now, where amazed. did you go when you, like, when you got here? What, what, what state, what city were you when you came here? Was it San Francisco? No, I came, when I came, I landed in New York. Okay, that was JFK. Uh-huh. I yeah. came out of JFK. And the friend who was supposed to come and pick me up was not there. 
So that's oh, the story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so that's I, a movie I in itself. <laughs> so I suddenly saw one of my other junior medical students mm-hmm. in, in, like running around at the airport. And I, I went and I grabbed him and I said, hey, you know, uh, I had a friend who was supposed to come and he hasn't showed up. So it's three in the morning. I don't know what to do. And so he was very nice. And so his parents were coming to pick him up. So his parents came and they said, well, uh, you know, Z, you can just come with us and then in a few hours, you know, you can make a call mm-hmm. and see where your friend is. So my friend was in Philadelphia, so I had to take the bus to Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> On your first so, visit uh, here. <laughs> so this is my first time coming to America. <laughs> but I knew that. I'm kind of a guy when when I came here with a dream and I knew that to get to my dream, I might have to jump a lot of hoops and I was ready for everything. So I actually, uh, so my uh, my friend, I went and stayed with my friend near Philadelphia in a small town called Carlisle for Mm -hmm. like a week and then... Then I started talking to my friend that I want to, you know, I want to do movies and this is what I have done before. And so everybody said that if you want to do movies, then you will have to go to California because mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. all all the movie business is. So I, um, Jazzy, took the wow. Greyhound bus. <laughs> No way. No no way. Four days to get to California. (laughs) Oh, my God. You, let me tell you, for those of you that are listening, this is Doc V, uh, who we have on the show, medical doctor, study. He's a brainiac uh, medical doctor, passed with flying colors out of Pakistan, turned filmmaker because he loved it and he's passionate. And he just gave us a total hiccup and said after he got here that he took a bus from Philadelphia, right, or New York? I took a bus from Philadelphia to, to where? Harrisburg. From Harrisburg to oh. San Francisco, California. Jeez, Louise. That must because have I was been so new serious. in this country, you know, like I had no <laughs> idea as I, as I'm telling you that uh I was so new, I came from another country, I did not know mm-hmm. the culture, I did not know the language very well. Uh when people uh, would talk to me, I could not understand what they were saying. Right. So so I I just to myself, like, whatever I have to do to get there, that's what I'm going to do. So, oh my gosh. Um, so I came here to uh, San Francisco, and uh, I met a Pakistani family, and they were very generous, and they took, I told them I'm a doctor, and I have just come here, and I, I need to start my life. And mm-hmm. so they took me mm-hmm. home. And I stayed with them for a year. And, oh, my God. Uh, while, well, wait a minute, so Dougie. You got I, off the bus. Wait, wait. So you get <laughs> off the bus in California, and you just happen to find a Pakistani family, or is it a Pakistani connection that you just call up and say, hey, I'm Pakistani, I, and I'm here? Actually, you know, my life is full of stories, and these stories are just <laughs> amazing. Just the way I... 
connected with you, so I'm not yes. afraid to talk to people. Right. So what I what I did was I landed in San Francisco, and I was in a very little motel. Like mm-hmm. I stayed there a night. Okay. So in downtown San Francisco, and in the morning, looking around to see if there was any Pakistani. Uh, you know, shop or restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. So I go to this mm-hmm. restaurant and I eat there and then I meet the owner of the restaurant and I tell him that I'm a doctor and I have just came uh, and, uh, I, you know, I don't have anybody else here. And uh-huh. so he was impressed and he took me home and stayed with them for a year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is incredible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm smiling and I'm laughing because I was just sharing and I have done so throughout the years that I have lived the most incredible, experienced life. And my, my stories are very similar. And I said, if I hadn't experienced all of this, I couldn't write a great book or, or you know, a movie or whatever that I eventually want to do about my life because it is hilarious. It's sometimes sad, it's though I have some drama. It is mostly hilarious, and it's definitely unbelievable unless you were involved with me at that present time. You just would not believe it. And so now you've topped me. You have completely topped me right off with this story today. I'm telling you. I am telling you. You, went, you go. It, that's hilarious. Wonderful. So for Thank you, you and stay with them. I think that a lot of people are are I have you know lived a little bit of my life i mean uh, i'm i'm forty two years old um mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people are just afraid to ask yes when you I ask agree. someone when you when you meet someone and mm-hmm. you tell them genuinely and you tell them what you need and what you can do to help them. They're mm-hmm. going to give it to you whatever you want. You know what? It's really, really true. It just is really true, um, and I totally agree. I, we just said that. I asked for the simplest thing. You see how I asked Doc Z for a $2,000 microphone even before I came on the show, and I ask for stuff all the time. But sometimes I'm serious, and a lot of times I'm not. But do you know I get more stuff from just saying, hey, could you do this or would you like to do this or can I have this? We went to, we had a meeting a few days ago and um, we went into this office and I love mugs. I, You know, I collect mugs and this particular one had some words written on it from where the place was, the office that we went into. And I said, oh, wow, I would love to have a cup of coffee. And by the way, can I have one of these mugs? And the lady goes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so the lady, yeah, so the lady we go to meet says, Wow, I didn't know it was just that easy. I said, you have not because you ask not. I ask, and all you can tell me is yes or no. But you're right. Genuinely, when you are genuine about something, people don't mind helping or giving because it feels good when you can help somebody. It really, really feels good when you brought somebody joy. And if you're in a position to do that and the person has the same type of energy, you generally are going to get and give. It's going to be reciprocal all the way down. So I totally, completely agree. We're going to take a break in a few minutes because I want to come back 
and I, and I know we're telling your story, but I want to find out when you started. I know your first movie was, um, I think, Night of Henna is, is the first yes. one that you really came out to the public with because I'm sure you had some little things going prior to that that maybe wasn't so big as that one. So we're going to take a break um, and pay some bills and listen to a few bites of music because, you know, since Black Coffee is our favorite artist for the night, we're going to play his music, and then we're going to come back and we're going to finish up hearing about your journey because it's amazing. Absolutely. Hang on and enjoy just for a moment. Sure, I would love to hear some You're music. listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Have you heard? No, what's going on? Loudmouth Radio is getting ready to start this season back March 4th, 2014. Really? I hadn't, I, I didn't know. Well, tune in. Starting March 4, 2014, Loudmouth Radio Network is coming back on with new shows, new content, special guests, features, and things you would not want to miss. Great media partners and content that you will just lose your head over. Remember, loudmouthradio.com. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on LoudmouthRadio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Our halftime song for the evening, Superman by DJ Black Coffee. You can follow him on Twitter at Real Black Coffee. We want to thank all our listeners for tuning in for tonight's episode of The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Ms. Jazzy Jones with our special guest, Doc Z, the phenomenal medical doctor from Pakistan, current filmmaker. If you have not had an opportunity to listen to the show from the beginning, once we come off air, it will be available for archive at loudmouthradio.com. And loudmouth is spelled with two Ds. For those who are listening to us online, if you'd like to share with us, your comments and your posts. We are available for open chat online at lawtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. We are live for the next 30 minutes, and we're going into our second segment of our exclusive interview with Doc Z, a dynamic filmmaker, who I'm sure you have an opportunity to speak with. So if you'd like to listen in, feel free. If you'd like to talk to our guest or our host, make sure you hit the number one on your keypad. Now, back to... Your host, Ms. Jazzy Jones. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, guys. I'm telling you, I'm over here just jamming. When I tell you I love that DJ coffee producer, just give me just one little last drop. Just one little last drop of coffee. Like, just one little last drop, please. We coming back with you, Doc. So just... Do y'all hear this music? Hmm, and that's Boosie. She just gets it in with him. Hmm. You can find this, actually, you can watch the entire, um, what is it, Africa Uprising, I believe it is, on YouTube. Oh, my God, we just dance all around the studio. So, anyway, I'm done. I'm done with my whole dance section. I think we actually have a caller that has called in that wants to speak with us. Hi, caller, you're on air with myself, Jazzy Jones, and Doc C. How are you? I'm just wonderful. It's been great listening to your program. I found it so informative. So I just wanted to call in and Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Would you like to say who you are? You don't have to, but we would love to know who <laughs> we're are just hugging on right now. Uh this is Doctor Bev in Florida. Hi, Doctor Bev. Hi, Fine. You know what? We're gonna have you on this. We are going to have you on our show. So you know what? I am so glad you have taken this time to listen in and tune in with us. Um, and Dr. Z is fantastic. Isn't he amazing? His life is incredible. Yes, yes, yes. It's oh, my truly. God. So, so, so and from one doctor to you, another. Thank you so much, everybody. I was actually jazzy. I was just kind of dancing to that wonderful song. I know, right? <laughs> I know. He is amazing. He is amazing. I can't wait for him to come on our show, but yes, so Dr. Feverly, you are enjoying this phenomenal life story as I am, I'm sure. Yes, I am, and it's not only interesting, fat, uh, interesting, it's just intriguing. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you're, you're a genius. I, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed when someone just takes that leap into their zone of genius and just yes. does it, and, and your interviewing skills are excellent, my dear. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm going to say thank you because I'm learning to accept that. But it really is exactly like I said from the beginning. Let's just have a conversation. If we just have a conversation, it takes away the formatting. So thank you so much. I really hope always that, you know, the listeners enjoy how we we just chat and we just talk. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome to stay on the line if you want to just kind of hang in here and if you have a question, 
you can pop in and um, say what you want, but definitely we're going to bring you back. But I think what he's going to talk about, and Doug B., I'll tell you a little bit more about Doc Bev in a few <laughs> minutes, um, because some of the things that you are going to share with us, because he has movies that talk about women's empowerment and then goes all the way up to family empowerment. So I know that is something that you do as well um, in your profession. So we we can touch on that with you, and then we'll bring you back on another show because I definitely want to have you talk about that. But, Doxy, go right ahead and let us know. From now, we are living with the Pakistan family, which I am still intrigued by. And how have you now progressed to get that first movie going? So I would love to talk about Night of Henna, but the listeners who are uh, right now with us, uh, they can check out my Indiegogo campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can go and Google Indiegogo and then look at the movie House of Temptation. And Mm -hmm. if they contribute right now, we have already crossed $4,000 in contribution. I know Hi-Fi was clapping for you for that. Yay! (laughs) Yes, I saw that. So that is what's going on, and I will repeat that again uh, uh, towards the end, but let's go back to uh, uh, to when I came here. So I I'm in San Francisco and I am working in St. Mary's Hospital here, uh, mm-hmm. more in the surgery department. And mm-hmm. at that time, uh, I'm brand new in the country. And uh, but uh, I am uh, I'm just thinking what I'm gonna do with my I I, I want to make movies and. Um, mm-hmm. So I went to San Francisco Public Library. is a huge uh, library here in San Francisco, and it has like you can anything in the world, any book you want to find or any movie you want to find okay. is right there. You don't need to go anywhere else. Okay. So this is uh, we are talking like 1999, 2000, mm-hmm. and I started to read every book I could find about filmmaking and what you know what so mm-hmm. what filmmakers have done before and so I read about Hitchcock and Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese. Oh and very Fellini, wonderful. Yes. Fellini, Antonioni and Italian cinema and French cinema and American mm-hmm. cinema and uh you know all these directors from American cinema, and then I saw some of the movies of Martin Scorsese, like The Taxi mm-hmm. Driver. Yes. And, you know, the movie The Birds. And, yeah, oh, uh, that movie so still scares I'm, me to this day. I'm telling you, I don't even <laughs> like getting near birds to this day. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. <laughs> oh, my God, it is. It is. I can respect it, but I'm like, okay, they're birds. There are birds. So birds, you know, when I saw the movie The Birds, I was like, oh my gosh, how this director thought about all this. And, you know, I'm from another country. I have never heard of, you know, these movies before. So, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so I'm like, where did they shoot this? So I go and I research and, you know, and I found that Bodega Bay was like two hours drive from where I live. So, mm-hmm. So I wanted to go and see that. And when I went there and I saw this incredible view of the ocean and this little town 
and the birds and all that. So I said, my gosh, I want to shoot a movie here. Oh, my goodness. And 10 years after, I shot the movie there. <laughs> wow. You are so, such, I'm telling you, you're so, you're, you're that person that you want to be around. When you're saying, person is saying, I cannot do this, I can't do this, and I can't do this, and, well, I'm not able to do this, and I can't do this. You're that inspiration just in this short amount of time that says, no matter what your obstacle may be, no matter where you come from, no matter, you know, what the circumstance is, because, you know, it would take us years to tell your entire journey. So you're, you're shortening down, you know, the journey so that we can know how you got from some places. But there's always challenge in the middle of all of these successes. So, yes. but what so you're saying I to am, us is that we can make it, yeah. Yes, yes, you can. So I mm-hmm. I went to San Francisco Public Library and I'm reading all these books about screenwriting and all that. And so I come up with a story of what I know. And I uh, I always wanted to make movies about empowering people. And especially the women, the women from my culture, you know, have long been suppressed uh, by the culture or the country or right, men. Or, right. So I I have four sisters who are in arranged marriages, and wow. I always thought, although I was living in that culture, I always thought that why why a woman cannot just have any say into you know who she's going to get married with, and if she has even have a choice. So hmm. that really was. I talked to my mother about it, and, you know, she would say that's how our culture is and that's how it happens. So there are no, we have never heard of anything else. So that's that's what it happens. So Mm -hmm. I I thought, what can I do to change that? So my first Mm -hmm. film, the story which I wrote, Night of Henna, was about a woman uh, who is brought from Pakistan to San Francisco, and she mm-hmm. does not know that her parents have arranged her marriage. Mm. So when she comes here, so when she comes here, she is, uh, you know, just very simple girl who has dream of going to school and have a life. And when her parents tell her uh, that she is going to be in an arranged marriage. She decides to sacrifice everything for her parents. And that that was the whole theme of that film. But at the end, when she finds out that the guy who she... No, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't, don't, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Because many of our listening audience have not seen your movie. No, not Boo. Our producer's over here saying Boo because she was... Yeah, so she's over here just saying uh, she she wanted to know she wanted the whole paraphrase of the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was like, this sounds good. <laughs> so I was muted she, out, uh, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait finds... don't finish. No, no. So we don't yeah, want I, I to finish give that the ending. No, don't give the ending because give we the want ending. people to hear you. In the middle of this, let me let me stop really quickly for a break because we want to announce our um 
uh, shows that are coming out for the next couple of days. And then, Dr. Z, we're going to come in and, and not rush you forward, but we are going to ask you to make sure to, to mention your second one briefly, but we definitely want to get to the end one because I know you have the Indiegogo uh, project for that one. So we're going to stop really quickly and hear about our upline for the shows, and then we'll be right back. Perfect. Thanks, Jazz. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. I want to encourage all our listeners to tune in each and every week as we broadcast live out of our Metro Atlanta studios or possibly on the virtual studio anywhere in the city near you. So you have to follow us to make sure you know what and where, what we're doing and where we're at. Um, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. We're also at Loudmouth on Instagram and Loudmouth Radio on Facebook. And we're so excited about this broadcast and hearing furthermore about Doc Z's journey through my lens. This has been a great show thus far. And we want to encourage you to tune in this Thursday on In the Studio with Sonny, where we'll have a great opportunity to meet um, two um, great people that are doing many things um, in the world. Uh, Actually, Keith Mitchell, who is a former American football linebacker for the National Football League who played for the New Orleans Saints, the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who has now become a yoga guru. And he's going to share his story uh, with this very impactful, I'm sure, for many people um, in the world who has had um, some type of challenge in their life. His story is going to be so compelling, so I'm looking forward to having him on the show, as well as my one of my biggest friends and um, one of her biggest fans, comedian actress Coco Brown, who is a part of the new hit movie that's come, due to come out this Friday, The Single Moms Club, which is a 2014 American comedy drama written and directed by Tyler Perry. And this film stars Nia Long, Wendy McClendon, Kobe, uh, Ms. Coco Brown herself, Tyler Perry, Terry Crews, as well as William Levy. So that is going to be an exciting show as we talk about her new, her new movie release and all the things that is happening um, with this show, uh, with this actual movie, and it looks like it's going to be transitioning to a show. So we're very excited for her and want to support her. So make sure you tune in for our show this week in the studio with Sunny. Now back to the bare truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy. Thank you so much for giving that promo of your Thursday night show. I know it's going to be awesome. And for those of you that are wondering about our Wednesday night in the voice, I mean um, uh, the legal voice, it will resume again next Wednesday where we can uh, talk to our councilwoman, Valerie Vi, as she just really brings us, it brings it to us straight. So make sure to tune in next week, um, 7.30. We always come on now with uh, What's On Your Mind Atlanta, and I, and I gave it to you deep tonight. So each week, <laughs> make sure to call in if you have something on your mind you want to talk about. So we're going to go right back now to Dr. B. And uh, Dr. Beverly, thank you so much for staying on the line with us because I know this is intriguing to you as well. So now that we are not going to get the end of the movie, thank you, sir. How did we go to uh, <laughs> our bicycle bride? You know, the brides always, I heard of this movie. I haven't seen it, and I'm, I'm going to make sure to, to go and see this one, um, follow it online, and and follow you, but how did we get to the Bicycle Bride, and what was the thought process of the title? Uh, bicycle Bride, so I finished Night of Hannah, and that was released in in the movie theaters all over the country in 40 cities, mm-hmm. and uh, I was very happy, and we had a big red carpet gala in San Francisco and New York. I was written up in New York Times, Village oh. Voice. 
So after that, I decided I was encouraged and I said, wow, I can do this. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I just think back and see like, oh, wow, I came to this country uh, with, you know, very um, limited language and resources and, you know, from another another country coming over here. And, you know, I when I saw like, wow, I I'm in New York. And my mm-hmm. film is, press is writing about my film, and right, the theater where my film is playing, right next to that is Robin Williams' movie is being played. Oh, and gosh. I'm like, wow, where am I? I am totally, <laughs> like, seeing my dream coming true. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went ahead and I wrote my second feature film, and now I knew how to make a film and how to put it in theaters. So we did Bicycle Bride in 2009. And mm-hmm. Bicycle Bride won the Best Feature Film Award yes, in the South Appalachian Film Festival. And yes, then we did. got, um, I went to American Film Market and I got distribution uh, from France. Uh, this company called Cinema Arts Entertainment, they picked up my film for worldwide distribution and they released it to Pathfinder Pictures in uh, America, so that's in the USA, and uh, that film uh, is now available on Amazon, Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. so you can mm-hmm. check it out. And then, uh, now I made two films which are more about my own culture and now I was, uh, one day I, you know, went back to Bodega Bay and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know, Bodega Bay is still so, you know, that spirit feeling was always there. And so mm-hmm. I decided that I should better do my movie now. So <laughs> I wrote, <laughs> so I wrote the script last year, last March, we were writing the script. Uh, me mm-hmm. and my writer Joshua Bain, the mm-hmm. script, and um, so what happened is that the right people and the right companies and the funds and everything started to come in place. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just, you know, the 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 passion and being mm-hmm. able to ask and not fear, and you know, we were oh, wow. within. Yes. Four months, we were shooting the movie. I had a team of people, and I auditioned about 100 actors to pick the right ones to do this film. And I was totally blessed with getting the right actors. So if, you know, my audience here and your audience, if they want to go, they can just go on YouTube and put in House of Temptation, they can watch the trailer. The trailer is okay. up. So we, we shot the film last August, and uh, we, you know, I, the, the script which I wrote, uh, I wrote there was a haunted house in there. And mm-hmm. I, I went to Oakland to meet a friend of mine and uh, to the house, the location for Johnny's house. And mm-hmm. in the same street, I see this 100-year-old Oakland historic mansion, which mm-hmm. is sitting there. And 
I went in and I knocked at the door and <laughs> somebody comes out and I told them I'm a filmmaker and I want to shoot a movie here. And he takes and they me said, in. They said, yes. You were yeah, I knew you were, yeah, sure. Because of your dog V, that's fine. <laughs> Doc C says, I so, want it. Guess what? People say yes. <laughs> so maybe I'm just too charming or maybe I'm just too... You are so charming. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, maybe people just can't... People, Maybe people have really hard time saying no to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so, incredible. The so house of the patient is, in this, is being a lot shot in this house. House of Temptation is shot mm-hmm. in this 100-year-old mansion. And to tell, tell you the truth, that everything I wrote in the script was there just the way I imagined it. Wow. I had never seen the house. And I, in the script, I wrote that in the back of there are small servant quarters. And when we went there there were small servant quarters in the back. Wow. And I was totally blown away. That's, yeah, I'm getting chill bumps right now because you know what it is? You vibrationally put it out there. Your energy said, this is what I want to happen. This is, you know, how it needs to be. This is how I see it so. And because you willed it to be so, just without any hesitation, without, as you stated earlier, without any fear, you just moved into a higher place that said, because I desire it so, it shall be. You're not saying it has to be tomorrow, today, two years from now. It just is. And as you're doing that, it's coming to you. That's why you get yeses, because you, you're not Absolutely. expecting no's at all. It's not yes. even an next yes. yeah. And wow. I met incredible people, the team of this film, uh, the way they came all along and they wanted to do it because when they read the script and when they mm-hmm. saw this 100-year-old mansion, uh, I took mm-hmm. them there and I said, this is where we're going to shoot this movie. And they were totally blown away and they brought in every resource which they could find to make this film happen. So, you know, I flew in actors from Los Angeles, and, and mm-hmm. 98% of the actors are from San Francisco. Uh, mm-hmm. So I met some incredible people while making this film. And then we shot the film in August. So usually it takes about 20 days to shoot the movie, and then there mm-hmm. are about 8 to 9 months of editing. So we shot the mm-hmm. film in August. September, October, November, December, January, February, March. So seven months of editing, and we just submitted the film to Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. So I have put out the vibration that I'm going to be in Cannes, so I will be and in yes. Cannes. And you will be in Cannes, and now my radio will be stuffed in your bags, <laughs> and we will be right there to cover the whole thing. Because that's what Absolutely. we want to do. <laughs> that be tell me tell tell everybody once again. Oh, okay. Go I, ahead. Did, I, I got a question. 
Hey, Dr. Z, this is Sonny. I just chime back in every time I hear a little trigger point. I'm just kind of listening. One of my questions I want to ask is I'm actually an aspiring um, filmmaker to make it myself. Um, for you, and I know that you have your Indiegogo campaign, but what did you do to help raise the funds for Bicycle Bride as well as Night, uh, Night of Henna? See how people just so, take over your show? I tell you. I just heard that. <laughs> So here, here, is, here is what I would like to tell, you know, you, Sabrina, and also to the audience or all the people who are interested to make something happen in their lives. It's about preparation. You prepare yourself. You write your script you, and make it perfect. You make it in a way that whoever reads it uh, is not going to take their eyes off of it. So what happens Correct. when you write that kind of script and it goes into the right hand, they can't say no. I, I have talked to John Travolta. Wow. I met John Travolta and he read my script and he loved it. And so what I'm saying is that your script, your art has to speak for yeah. yourself. So once yes, you get your art to that point, then, you know, you can take that and, you know, somebody out there like a publicist or manager or somebody which you have met, mm -hmm. you know, to your connections. It doesn't have to be Hollywood. There must be someone who has some connection with someone. So what you do is you pass it along to those people. But... Mm -hmm. Your script has to be so powerful that they can't take their eyes off of it. So once you get to that stage, then the funders, the people, everybody's going to be like, oh, let's help make this film. So I was uh -huh. able to get funders from the Bay Area who the people who saw my passion and saw my determination and they saw the uh -huh, script uh -huh. and they saw that the actors are ready, they saw that the crew is ready, locations are ready, when they saw that this is the whole package. When you make them feel that you're going to do it whether they come or not, they uh -huh. are going to come because they don't yeah. want to miss the opportunity. That's good. That's good. So, and that's, I, I got to tell you, good. thank you for sharing that. Because right now, that's one of the things that, you know, because and you understand this. You were in medical school. You were doing the radio network. So mm -hmm. your story is encouragement for me. Yeah, it is. I'm a producer. With when it comes, You know, Loudmouth yeah. is my brand. It's my baby. It's an extension of, you know, I started my company as a brand and a marketing advertisement, Internet marketing, and it has extended to um, – you know, I, I actually a great opened radio up, network. Yeah, the radio network I had um, opened a comedy club here in, in Georgia. Since closed it down, mm -hmm. but I continue to promote comedy because I'm such a lover of performance and the stage. And you know, the radio network allows me to be able to um, to talk and, and to to be that yeah. resource to connect things together. But the, there's still that ultimate desire. Like my script has not. Like, I had to take a step back because at one point I was really um, having a lot of blocking because I was stressing because I wanted to do that. You know how you just you can see it so clearly? You can see the scenes. You can see the action that's happening. 
And uh, yes, I was so excited to do the project, but it's like you have, like you say, you have to develop the script. And that perfectionist side of me, um, it's like I can't even begin to put this thing out without that script being so compelling that you just want more. Line for line, you're like, oh, my God, you know. So what's yes. so funny about this, like, Jazzy, two weeks ago, um, we were sitting with some friends, and I shared the synopsis of the story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I've, I've gone back and reworked it a little bit, and um, – and it's been a while since I actually went to an art college and, and majored in film and video, but I have not really, you know, totally dove into it like I want to. You know, like where you are, where you've actually completely made two full projects, and now you're working on your, well, you've already done the shooting on your third. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that hunger of wanting to make sure that the script is so strong and that it's right yes. and that it's, you know, yes, it, it gives because your script. Yes. yes, your script is going to take you somewhere. It's gonna, it's gonna find, but the the, the film which has which is gonna be made, or like there is no force in the world, is gonna stop that story to be told. Uh-huh. So yes. with that determination, and with that, you know, uh, passion, and also work. Uh, you know, I work 12 to 14, 15, 16 hours every day mm-hmm. on my passion. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. when you're so passionate about something, it, the work is not work. It's just so much fun because mm-hmm. you're doing something which you love to do every day. So, uh, so right now we are raising funds. Uh, we have an Indiegogo campaign going on, mm-hmm. uh, and the movie is House of Temptation. And people can go and they can see my face there, my smiley face, and my personality. <laughs> <laughs> and down uh, underneath that is the whole story of why I'm trying to raise this money to make theatrical release. Because once your film is finished, the film has to go to its audience. But when when you have a big star... Uh, like John Travolta or, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio or Angelina Jolie, then, you know, you don't need, you still need a lot of money to put it out there, but, you know, the the movie can stand on its own. But when you are in the, you know, in the the beginning staging of your filmmaking journey, uh, you have a good film, uh, it needs to go out, so... I have to push very hard to get it out in front of the distributors and show Uh them that this Uh film is going to make them money so that they can take the leap of faith in me and put the film nationally. So so I'm raising money to prepare the film for distribution so that when the distributor comes, we are ready to go with him. Awesome. So the audience can go and they can contribute right now. Every time somebody contributes, I do a big clap for them and everybody yes, who's following me. <laughs> they all We're all clapping on Facebook. We have, yes. <laughs> we have been clapping for the last three weeks. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, you have to. So, 
So we are really excited, uh, and we have crossed already four thousand dollars. So that is just amazing, and we are we're gonna make it happen, and we're gonna put mm-hmm. the red carpet here in San Francisco, and everybody's gonna walk on it. And uh, this morning, I went to this hotel Griffin, and they mm-hmm. gave us two free nights here in the beautiful oh, wow. San Francisco Bay. So that people can win that, uh, if you go and donate now, uh, the highest bidder is gonna is gonna win a two nights free uh, in a gorgeous San Francisco uh, hotel, which is just like amazing. It's like it's like thousand dollars a night. Oh my That's, goodness! Okay, uh, so so let me interrupt you, Dr. Z, because you told make me sure you know, I got we, that. we had this. We had this whole thing about asking, so I started the show off asking, and now I'm asking, can somebody please donate <laughs> like a million dollars and then give me the two tickets so that I can come to San Francisco? I'm asking this ridiculous thing because I believe ridiculously. So, you know, this is how you can contact us at loudmouthradio.com. That's loudmouth with two Ds.com. You can hit up our producer. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, I mean, it's just all sorts of ways to give us those tickets know, with your right. donation. <laughs> and, Dr. Z, we literally are posting your uh, House of Temptation link to Indiegogo to make sure that people are aware and, and how yeah, to get directly yeah. to you. Um, you know, as we've been conversing and listening to your story, um, just a lot of the things that you've been sharing with our listening audience, I've just been com- constantly posting. So for those who are just tuning in, if you're catching parts of pieces of this, um, you can go to at Loudmouth, and Dr. Z follows us also on Twitter, so I want to make sure before he gets off Jazzy, make sure he shares his social media aspects as too um, to, to reach him. Of but course I, definitely I, uh, want to say, I follow you guys. Of course I follow yes. you guys because this loudmouth radio is everybody's talking about it. <laughs> Everybody oh, from all so over awesome. the United States are talking about uh, Sony Smith and Jazzy Jones. And it's just oh wonderful. my God. We have said, listen. And we've been talking equally about we, Dr. Z. We're like, this is we amazing. We have talked about <laughs> Dr. Z. Let me tell you, Sonny and I got into, not a fight fight, but, you know, we got into this back and forth. You see how I came on the show? And she said, no, Jazzy, it's Dr. Z. I said, it's not Dr. Z. He is a doctor, but he's it's Dr. Z. Z. And so we went back and forth. And so people are looking at us like, first of all, who is Doc or Dr. Z? And we were like, oh, my God, let us tell you how we met Doc Z. <laughs> and so for over a week now, we have been talking about Doc Z and how he contacted us and followed us on Twitter. And it just goes to show you that, like I said in, in the beginning, I know we're about to close up, but it's just like I said in the beginning, technology is wonderful. People oftentimes have such a negative image of Facebook and Twitter and Oh, all you guys do, all you stay on social media all the time. But let me tell you something. If it had not been for technology and social media, we would not That's be having right. this fantastic conversation. We would not be being inspired by a man's life or journey or career choice. We would not know some of the things that we're going to find out by watching all three of his movies and supporting him. We wouldn't, we wouldn't know so many things. So I'm very grateful that, 
if social media is used in the proper way, and, and proper is proper to whomever it's proper for, if that makes any sense. I'm not going to tell you how to use it, but for me, making connections, building relationships, you know, expanding somebody else's business as well as my own, keeping in touch with my children and my family, I am ecstatic for somebody's vision to say, hey, Social media can help you and make you happy. So right now I'm able to tell somebody on Loudmouth Radio all over the United States and abroad because we're also outside of the country, Dubai, Africa, um, Pakistan, India. We have friends all over that hit us up and say, hey, I heard the show. So we're very fortunate that technology is traveling. So once again, I'm asking for somebody to give to Doc Z's Indiegogo campaign millions of dollars just so I can get the tickets, the free night. (laughs) I'm just saying. So, Dr. Z, please, before we go off air. Wonderful evening there. (laughs) Yes. We can all go there and sit in the lobby and drinks. Yeah. I was there this morning, and it was just incredible, wonderful little hotel. Like, you can just sit there and look at the ocean and the ships coming in. And the beautiful oh bay bridge and the blue skies and and gorgeous waters and you're just like you're in heaven. So why oh, not no, get no. a piece of heaven? You why made not me get just a piece go of there. Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> you made me go there. Somebody and, needs to we, we just got a new a new chime and we just walk in the studio and it gives us our serenity and our peace before a show and you just made me want to ring it right while you were saying that I was already at the bay and just chilling at the hotel. <laughs> so we know you are a great storyteller. Tell our audience before we go off air how they can get in touch with you um, to find out what's going on in your world. So as you said that the uh, technology and the internet is just an incredible form mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, connecting with people and building relationships. So I am all about building relationships with people. That is such a amazing component mm-hmm. and the essential mm-hmm. component of of a campaign or a building a relationship with anybody. Yeah. So they can go yeah. on Facebook and or just Google me, Google Doc Z D O C Doc Z E E, and they can also go to my campaign. Uh, you can write me an email at Hassan Z at Gmail dot com. So it's H A S A N Z E E at Gmail dot com. Ask me any question. I'm very easy to get hold of. And I reply to everybody who writes me So because I am a connector and I like to empower people. So anybody who comes mm-hmm. to my door, I'm not going to let them, you know, I, I'm going to respond. And if I can help in any way to make your dream come true or make you, give you something which is going to help you, help you to where you want to go, I would be happy to do so. So I really appreciate you guys inviting me oh, to your show. You're welcome. You're so welcome. This has been a pleasure, Dr. Z. I yeah. want to tell everybody that his his goal is to raise $100,000 for this film. He only has 22 days left. So for our listeners that are anywhere in the world, 
Um, and we're we're very fortunate to say, and this is not tooting our horn, but we have people that listen to us globally. Yeah. So we don't we don't take it for granted um, when we have opportunities, especially guests that can, you know, um, touch people globally, um, and they're being active in their uh, their ability to be light. Um, we want to encourage them always to get support from our audience and listeners and to connect with you. So I'm glad that you shared all of this information. And make mm-hmm. sure you go to Indiegogo.com and you look up House of Temptation. He's a feature film. And there's various levels. I've been scrolling over these uh, various levels that he has for any and everybody to choose from. As small as a $2, uh, $2 add up. Yes. Um, yeah. All the way up. But we to want you to give a million dollars so that I can get the um – I'm just telling you, I need the free nights. I need the free nights, but I need somebody that has a million dollars that it doesn't matter if you give that away. So go ahead and bless, you know, Dr. B, so we can get the message out about empowerment of women, empowerment of families, and just, you know, we need good movies. We need movies that that take you from fear to faith to thriving um, in the passionate things that you want to do in life, and that's really what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. Dr. B, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure. Dr. Bev, you know I'm going to be calling you to have you on the show, absolutely. so thank you for tuning in and joining us. And, and, yes, appreciate you. and, Dr. Z, I, was and I want to thank you, to all the listeners. Oh, thank you. Yes. yes, listeners, did y'all hear that? Go ahead, Dr. Z, say that again. I just wanted to thank all the listeners who have taken their time to listen to my story, and you guys can reach me uh, anytime you want to send me an email uh, Twitter me or just uh, you know Facebook me. There's so many ways to get in touch, mm-hmm. and it is just all easy. So uh, any way and I can help you, support you, and empower you, I'll be happy to. Oh, uh, and I was gonna say, Doc Z, I'm gonna send you. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I send you the link of this show because I know that you have some of your press information on Indiegogo campaign, and I know that it's very important to always have as much interactive information for people mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to hear, see, or listen. You know, see or hear to help them to take part in your vision. So, you know, you have us over here, and we look forward. And we're just gonna speak it in existence that you know we'll be able to touch bases with you sometime. And yeah, exactly. And uh, well, when, no, I don't want to you... go to San Francisco. Well, yes, I do. I need the. Ch- I forgot. Wait a minute. I need the the rooms at the hotel. <laughs> but my goal is really to be in the can suitcase to go. You know, I got to be in the bag for cans. That's that's what I'm shooting for. I'm shooting a little higher. Oh, <laughs> yes. uh, just a little higher. <laughs> I know. And the cans in France is in May. Yeah. yeah. Are you Are you planning to attend, Darcy? Yes, he is. He's going to be invited. Uh, what are you I, saying? My My film. We have submitted the well, film. And I'm going to go there, and you can come with me if you want to, and we can go all and sit on the beach and chill and relax. We're going to do that. That's it. We're going to do, we're speaking it into the universe that it is so. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so much. The the universe is going to respond. Yes, it must respond, and we do do appreciate and believe that so much. So, guys um, that are listening, you can follow us. You can go back and archive this message in just a little bit after we get off the sh- um, off air. You'll be able to go back and listen to all of our, our shenanigans and all of the important information and the journey that uh, Doug C. shared with us. I really appreciate you so much on this Fair Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. Tonight, my flower is the beautiful tulips. 
um, what can you even say about them? Nothing, absolutely nothing, because they speak for themselves. In their silence, their beauty shines, and they make you feel good. My flowers always do. I love flowers. So, you know, if you want to give me flowers, I will take them. I will surely smile a lot when I receive them. I got flowers. I got a bouquet from a wedding um, wedding show that we did this weekend, and it's so great because now I have the, the bouquet sitting on my table. So always, always, always I want to end the show with flowers. But before I absolutely end, I do need to tell you what I'm going to be doing because I, sometimes I'm so busy I forget to give kudos to the people who have invited me or the involve, involvement that I have. So on the 15th of um, this month, with this, which is just a few more days, I will be speaking. I mean, I won't be speaking. Well, I kind of will be speaking, but I'm the MC at the Monologues of Unity, the Audacity of Hope, in the midst of pain and pain. And this is going to be at the Unity Fellowship Christ Church of Atlanta. Um, that's March 15, 2014 at 3 p.m. And the guest presenter is Imani Evans. And baby, if you have not ever heard her speak, prepare yourself for an awesome event. And I get to, to share the stage um, with her. So I'm really excited. We want you to bring a friend. We're going to talk about so many fantastic things. It's going to be at the DeKalb Library, 215 Sycamore Street in Decatur, Georgia. Um, if you have any contact, I mean, if you need any contact information, you can contact Kim Leonard and get tickets from her because tickets will not be sold at the door. Tickets are only $10. Please, please, I know I have not pushed this enough, and that has really been my fault. But please get in touch with her at 678-517-5299. That's 678-517-5299 to get your tickets, which are $10. Now, this $10, they always give it to a worthy cause. On the flip side of that worthy cause, I am employing them to give to the Bipolar Babes, which I happen to be a part of that crew. Yes, I am a creative-minded person. Um, and that is a project that Sue Ryerson has. If you go to YouTube, you will see I'm Not Crazy, the movie on bipolar um, disorder, and it is just incredible. So we have been speaking all over Atlanta. We have just been invited by NAMI um, to Washington, D.C. in September to speak and give an insight of what a bipolar um, babe, that's what we call ourselves, we're the babes. Yes, we are. But a person living with it, and it's four of us, and we have different, a total different way of handling it with some similarities. And so we always like to give it from the, the opposite side of the doctor's chair. So from the patient to all of you who may be in the medical profession um, and treating, as well as the caregivers, as well as the family. So we've been really able to be a support to so many people. We get people coming up to us all the time asking, oh, my God, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with this with my children or my family members or even myself? It has just been a phenomenal journey for even us to be in that position to give hope and to, to give light. So these two go hand in hand. Anytime you want to find out any more information, please contact me directly at bareheads at gmail.com, and that's B-A-R-E-H-E-A-D-S, bareheads at gmail.com. Those are the two things that I'm doing. We're speaking a lot of different places, so I'll try to remember to plug some of the things that I'm doing so you can follow me and follow us.
um, and Loudmouth Radio supports so many of the things that we do. We, it's just such a great format and a platform to be able to tell your story, speak your truth, have your voice about things that are going on in your life as well as things that are going on in the community. So having said all of that, a lot of stuff, thank you once again for joining us this evening. We look forward to sharing many, many more things. As the news breaks, we try to come in and make sure we give you that those updates but you can definitely follow us on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with myself, Jazzy Jones. Wednesday nights is The Legal Voice with Counsel Valerie Vine. That's usually every two weeks. She doesn't run weekly with us yet. Um, and then we also have Thursday nights within the studio with our producer and the visionary of this entire network, Loudmouth Radio Network, bringing you entertainment and sports and helping us give that empowerment she allows us to entertain, and she allows us to expand. Don't tell me what to say when I'm in such a good role. <laughs> Inspire. She's making sure I say it right. But nevertheless, guys, thank you so much. Have a fantastic evening.
everything else.